voice message system. Roki and the mummy is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. You don't have to give us a call back. It's time for all the day. What's going on, everyone? We are back. I'm Mummy, and my co-host is. That's right. The Rokies in the house, baby. We are breaking new ground today. We got our first guest, one of my uh, longest friends uh, of almost twenty years now. Chris, why don't you introduce yourself and say hi to the listeners? How we doing? My name's Chris. Uh, yeah, got to know these guys for a long time. And where are you uh, chatting to us from? Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, still uh, pissed you moved there because I missed the hell out of you, but, you know, it gives me a place to visit. And we'll be seeing you in a couple months for your uh, lovely wedding. You excited about that? Oh, definitely. Can't <laughs> wait for it. Yeah, you can't wait for uh I mean, there's a lot of happy, you know, stuff to be excited about, but I bet the planning and all the headaches and stuff, that's, that's gotta be uh, stressful, but uh, you know, good stress. Oh well, yeah. I want it over. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want it done. <laughs> exactly. Are you uh, kind of like, is it going to be a, a weird shock for you to uh, actually call your fiance, your wife now? Like, Oh, that's my wife over there. Is that kind of weird for you? Or, you know, you, you just been looking forward to that. I've actually been looking forward to it. I'm actually wanting this to happen, but kind of waited a long time and it's slowly coming up and it's not coming up fast enough. <laughs> yeah. For you and me both, man, I missed the hell out of you. I just saw you a couple months ago, but you know, I can never get enough of my Chrissy. Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, let's I uh, remember my first time, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, give the listeners a little backstory here. Uh, you and I actually met in uh, middle school back in, what, 2003, 2002, something like that. Uh, before the show started, we were just trying to hash this out. And we believe it's in a science class where so. uh, me and our other buddy, Ryan, from back in the day, we uh, had a project that we made you do most of the work on, which we usually always did. <laughs> yep, yep. I, I did most of the work. I just had to give them a few participation points just to get them through and i did the rest what a bunch of what a bunch of dicks <laughs> well apparently we did a moonwalk or something and i like slid into you and ryan went the other way or something i don't know it sounded very uh, familiar but i don't even remember that for us being so young we wanted to make this cool game plan of <laughs> dancing out of the scene and we totally fucked it up yeah. but our uh, friendship only grew more as we got into high school. We uh, started taking auto class and uh, weightlifting and hanging out all the damn time. And I mean, we've been through it all, man, from uh, relationships to breakups to uh, different jobs to uh, life events, man. Always been there for each other. Oh, definitely. And uh, one of those life events in high school was uh, some of the uh, dances we would go to, like the winter balls and the junior and senior proms. Oh, oh you're, you're a great dancer, by the way. If anyone doesn't know, this guy loves to keep his pants below his ankles <laughs> naturally, naturally. So it's not like he's putting on an act or anything like that, but uh, he's got buns of steel. Yeah, for the record, that's not for the style. I don't like do the whole sagging pants thing because I think it's cool. Like, uh, I've always had these two guys can attest. I've had the sensitive 
most sensitive stomach you could ever imagine. I, 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 I think I think you just like showing your ass every oh, yeah. That's okay. I, I think you just like looking. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I wear it a little loose to uh, protect that stomach, but uh, yeah. So back to uh, back to the winter balls. I just recently, just the other day, I was going through some boxes and uh, I actually found my old uh, freshman and sophomore yearbooks. Uh, I actually ended up leaving the high school I went to with Chris for a uh, alternative school. But uh, man, some of these pictures were crazy. Uh, we're going to post them on our social media so you can uh, see these little flashback photos. But uh, for now, I'm just going to show Roki. You're going to you're going to uh, get a kick out of this, man. We. <laughs> Shit, Chris looks so young in these, man. He looks about twelve. Look at that shit. I mean, oh, it's you guys insane. look like you guys look like some uh, some young gentlemen there. Look at the mummy; he's got the little bangs going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think I was sixteen or seventeen in one of those pictures, and I looked ten to twelve. <laughs> you guys all, it you was guys hilarious. Like, and this guy. Mummy's over there looking like fucking uh, John Travolta in that one movie, Michael, or whatever the fuck it was called, <laughs> where he's like the angel that comes down from heaven, you know? Hey, I'll take it. Could have been worse than that. Uh, my date in this picture, she does not look too happy, though, and uh, there's a story behind that. But, uh, I Briefly, you know, high school just kind of romance. We were going out together for a couple of weeks to a month or something like that. And I told her, you know, like, hey, do you really want to do the whole boutonniere and corsage thing? That's kind of kind of lame, huh? Like, let's just step outside of the box and do something else. And she was like, yeah, that's totally, you know, I feel the same way. We don't have to do that. That's, that's lame. I'm like, okay, great. I'm thinking, yeah, I'll save some money. I don't got to get this shit. It's, it'll be fun. I go to her house to pick her up. And sure enough, what does she, what does she greet me at the door with? A fucking boutonniere. <laughs> and I don't have a corsage. <laughs> So uh, I just lie in front of her parents and I go, oh, your corsage is in the car. I'll give it to you outside. And she's like, okay. And we get out there. And I said, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I don't have shit for you. And so we get to the dance. She's all like upset just from that. Her friends walk up to her. What is the first thing her girlfriend say? Where's your corsage? Like, ah, oh, fuck. So it was not a fun night. And uh, she ended up just hanging out with her friends and we, we split up and just did her own thing. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a uh, winter ball for you there, Chris. Uh, which one did you? Which one uh, was that? Freshman year with uh, Chris, Christine. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't remember that fight. I don't. I don't think I saw you. I think you guys stepped away uh, <laughs> to have your guys' little uh, argument right there. So yeah, mine yeah. actually went really well. Didn't have the nerves to ask her out after, but uh, really wanted to. I thought you guys were dating back then. That's why you went, no? Nope. You just fooled around, huh? Didn't even get to do that. I thought you made out with her a bunch. Nope. Not at all. Oh, damn. Okay. Well, uh, I could say sophomore uh, winter ball went a hell of a lot better for us. Uh our dates, uh, I don't know, we had a better time. And, yeah, we rented a limo that time and uh, didn't have to have our parents take us to the dance and all that. But, uh, yeah, some fun high school memories there, bud. What about right. you, Roki? You ever go to any of those dances? You know, uh, no, I did not. And 
I I think for me, I was uh, I was too much of a bad boy out there. It's too uh, too worried uh, dancing with Mary Jane back in the day. If you know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, you getting high in that green, man? Oh, I was I was the freaking uh, biggest stoner you'd ever meet back in the day, there, man. Oh, you're the biggest stoner in 209. Huh? Oh, well, you know I was. <clears throat> well, speaking about smoking things, uh, you were probably one of the first oh. guys I know to smoke green, you, Roki, and uh, old Chrissy here. I remember you uh, had a little phase that uh, you used to smoke uh, cigars, didn't you? Yep. Mine was black and mild. That was black my and mild. Wood tip or plastic? I actually did the plastic tips, the filter oh. tip. Oh, I love wood. I love it hard. And uh, what started that, Chris? Did, uh, did you get sick the first time you did it, or you just take to it like a duck to water? I actually, I tried the weed, didn't like it. Tried, what's that other um, cigar? Which one uh, is you're up, Roki. I don't know cigars. Which one? Oh, primetime? No. Uh, Backwoods? People would unwrap them and wrap the. Oh, weed. you're talking about the Swisher sweets. Swisher, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah baby. That, that was the cheapest oh, way the to do it. Oh. But uh, I screw that shit, and then I went straight to Black and Miles, and I was hooked on that. Oh, those are good. Yeah, those are good right there. Uh, let's see. I used to do Swisher sweets. I'd always have like a box just ready to go back in the day. But then again, you know, I was only smoked. Um. Oh, we we remember the mummy. Uh, we've already talked about that. Mummy. <laughs> no, let's let's not go down that avenue again, all right? Oh, Chris was there in the night in the graveyard that the mummy was that's, born. That's right. Oh, yeah. We he drove about, us. He, he we drove us to McDonald's. That on the show. We talked about that on the show. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you guys. I got to listen to it, and I was like, man, I was so nervous. The yeah. whole time, I was <laughs> no, you so were. nervous. Fuck no, you were. I did you were not like... want to get in trouble. No, I you were just, not. I you was like... too of a good boy. I could not get in trouble, and I drove us there. Yeah. And I was like, every little flashlight, every little car that drove by, I thought it was the cops. I thought we were going to get caught. Uh, you, you were you were like speed racer in that little fucking Beretta you had, you know that? Oh, I love that little thing. These uh, these two guys right here, man. My whole life, they've always been uh, the the devil and angel on my shoulders. Chris, he's always been the level headed guy, never wanting to make waves, always wants to be the nice guy, helping people out. Roki, he's still a very nice guy, one of the sweetest guys you'll ever meet. And oh, thanks, Dick. I'm just sweet. That's all. I said he'll help you out too, and uh, he'll, he'll, he's been there for me my whole life. But he's also down to kind of get in the shit and you know have a little fun and do some wacky shit. So sometimes I, I used to have him, you know, my left ear saying, "Hey, let's go do this," and I got Chris on my right saying, "Like, you know, oh, let's just go home and let's, you know." <laughs> I, I I love you, fucker, too. Don't worry, and I I love this guy as well. Uh, you know, <laughs> I gotta tell this funny story. I was tripping out one night. I don't know if you remember, this is probably like five years ago. I was still in my relationship and uh, I can't remember. It was just, it was fucking hot. It was muggy. And I was like, this guy, mummy was over at my place. He was just spending a couple nights. He's like, yeah, we'll just play some games or whatever in your living. I was like, all right. I was like, I'm just going to take a quick shower. We'll go do whatever we got to do. I get out of the shower. 
I don't know if you remember the story or not, Chris. I came out. I'm like, the fuck? You're just sitting there. I'm like, where did he come over? I was just in the shower, like, sitting there drinking a beer. I'm like, oh, hey. Oh, yeah. What did you come out there for, Chris? I remember you showing up at Roki's Pad, but uh, it wasn't with your fiance. That was awesome. We were going to uh weren't we going to a fair or something? Yeah. That was with your fiance though. The time before that, you just came by yourself. Was that still the fair or was that something else? I thought we still went, I thought we went like multiple times. I okay. thought there was like fireworks or something we were gonna go see, and we decided to meet up at Roki's house. No, it was good. It was good though, because you know what? I uh I remember like thinking after that happened, I was like, well. If there's someone I ever need, I know who to call now because this guy will fucking be there. Like all this, he just like popped up. I was like, "Oh, that's really cool." Like that's a true friend right there, everyone. If you, if your friends are there for you, like like that, then I don't know what else is will you consider a friend. Uh, it's it, you know who you keep around you says a lot about you, and you know I'm I'm proud to have you two guys around me, and uh, you know you guys have always been there for me, and I'll always love the shit out of you. Same, same. And I said last week, I don't know why, but, you know, I said, like, you're my best friend. He's broke. He's like, a brother. He, I've called you my brother for years. You're both, you know, basically brothers from another mother, all that shit. And uh, you always will be. So, yeah, I'm glad to see what the hell the next 20 years is going to look like for us. But, uh, Roki, didn't you have a phase back in the day where you uh, you were smoking cigarettes? Oh, yeah, I smoked fucking. Well, I don't smoke anymore, but they don't have good shit anymore. They don't even have, like. When I used to smoke, they had like buy one, get one free packs, fucking like like five dollars off a pack. Like I don't see promotions like that nowadays anymore. And then like the reason I quit wasn't even for health reasons. Like everyone quits because like, oh, I'm just cutting cold turkey. I'll still have a cigar every now and then. Um, but I don't know. I just thought after a while, it wasn't the smell, it wasn't the taste, I didn't get headaches or any of that shit. I just didn't like uh, having to constantly burn my wallet, you know, like burn the holes in my pockets. So. It got expensive once you start doing it over and over and over. Then you just like, oh, I just want another one, want another one. Just yeah. yeah. And what are they up to now? Like twelve to fifteen dollars a pack or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so, something mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty pricey. It's like twelve, thirteen dollars a pack. And I bring that up because only uh, two times in my life have I had a cigarette in my mouth. And, uh, yeah, I'm not ashamed to admit it. Neither time did I inhale. I was too much of a pussy. <laughs> oh, but, you're uh, fine. You're fine. F- first time I ever had a cig in my mouth was uh, in San Francisco. Oh, by gosh. The, by the pier after the three of us went to uh, a strip club for, what was that? Was that our first time? I think so. It could have been. I swear it was, yeah. Maybe did I go there with oh, you, yeah. Rocky, once, or was I, it the first time? I think you two went once, and then you told me about it, and yeah. then I drove us out the next time. That sounds about right because I think we got the lay of the land and we kind of knew how it worked, and then we took you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, I love that place. I'll go back right now. <laughs> got some money let's go <laughs> strip clubs and a lot got, of dubs yeah i got about uh the same amount i had back then which was uh, a few bucks i threw <laughs> on the stage <laughs> no you know what though i uh i didn't make you you smoked your first cigarette there was it my smoke 
It was your smoke. It was after we left the strip club and we hung out at the pier. And uh, I think, I don't remember if you said, do you want to hit or if I asked, but yeah, you're like, oh, here you go. And I put it in my hand, put it in my mouth. I just act like I did it and I gave it back to you. I just, I just want everyone out there to know I'm not an enabler. Don't listen to this guy's bullshit. (laughs) He took that, he took that fucking cigarette from me. Right. It was peer pressure. It's all Roki's fault. No, I, I, uh, I don't remember like too much of that day. Oh, really? You don't remember the day was Tuesday and what deal they had on that day? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> why don't you tell the listeners all about that deal? Well, why don't you tell them about the fucking... Okay, you opened the show tonight. I'll, I'll fucking tell them about the deal. Yeah, go ahead. So this is just my recollection. As many of you guys know, like we told the arcade story. We kind of told it the same way. We just kind of picked up off one another. That was back on uh, episode, what, three or four? It was three. Um, Anyways, so um, the three of us, yeah, we got into, um, we took the BART. I remember we didn't have, well, I didn't have a vehicle at the time, and I know you didn't. Well, you did you, Mom? Did you sell the truck? No, I didn't. Chris did, but I do think we took BART, though. I think we took Bart. We took yeah. Bart. Yeah, I remember we were on foot, and uh, yeah, go go figure. I'm in the city, and I remember I, I remember this very distinctly because that jersey smelled like fucking like a French hooker. You know, what I'm <laughs> Just, I remember <laughs> I I'm in the city, mind you. I'm in San Francisco, everyone wearing a fucking Oakland Raiders jersey. <laughs> Anyways, that's a good memory. Uh, I don't remember yeah, what you had on. Well, I remember the jersey. It was my favorite jersey, man. It was. Oh, he's. A, I think he's a fucking piece of trash now. But it was Warren Sapp, and I remember it was a, a nice oh, new okay. jersey I just bought. And this, anyways, we'll get into the story. So, anywho, we're uh, we're marching through the city, and our intention. I don't even think our intention was to go out there for no. a, a, a show yeah it, it was it was <laughs> it, well, it was we just we just figured out chris and i that yeah you uh roki and me we had already been out there once and then we wanted to go back and we we wanted to take chris so we invited him and the three of us went out there with the intentions to go there so that's what happened we took bart so um no we took uh oh that's right sorry about that we wouldn't know we would, i don't think chris was with us that first time we no, no the first time I went the yeah. second. We went out there previously and we walked by. We were just bored. We didn't have any money on us at this time. We just had enough to get back home. And uh <laughs> this uh this guy, we're just walking by uh I think it was Broadway and Columbus. I don't know, somewhere out there. Anyways, it was we're just on Broadway Street, yeah. and the guy's wearing a three-piece we're, suit. We're marching out, yeah, we're marching on the street. This guy's fucking three-pieced up and we're talking to each other, and all of a sudden, we hear like this low, distinct voice, like, "Hey, guys!" I'm looking at him. I'm like, Was he talking to us? Was he talking to you and me? And he says again, "Guys, you there?" <laughs> I look back. This guy's like at the door. It's a little short fucker. He's like at the door, three piece suited up. I say, hey "Guys, ten dollars, naked ladies." Like, that's all. That's all you fucking know. That's all you're gonna say. Motherfucker, not like I don't know. I'm a salesperson, so naturally I'm like, you know, I want to get to know this person's emotions, like how they feel, how I think coming in here is going to enhance their life, you know. 
But no, this fucker just got to the point. Ten dollars, naked ladies, and I look at him. I'm like, that's all we I, need sometimes. I, I, <laughs> and that's as short as it needs to be. Right. Yeah, right. Point. I think sale. he asked him. That's how we found out it was on Tuesdays. He's like, really? Is it like that? All he goes, no, it's uh, it's Tuesdays only. And I'm like, okay. So I thought that was weird because it wasn't like a weekend or nothing. So it wasn't hella busy, but whatever. So we left. We came back a few weeks later. Mind you, he like he said, he was piss poor and I was working at a video store at the time. So like I was only making some chump change back then. I think the minimum wage at the time was like eight bucks. I can't remember. I think I, think I had enough to get the cover charge and like one lap dance. I think I had like 40, 50 bucks on me. And uh, there was like a free, you remember they had a free soda machine in there and we just kind of chilled in there, got a couple lap dances and, and left. But was that the night that we got the the triple pass deal where there's three different strip clubs on Broadway Street and we paid to get in all of them? Yeah, no, I wasn't there for that. I was only there for 20s, roaring 20s. You, you must have been you must have been on some whole other shit at that time because I wasn't there for that one. That's when I took our old buddy Shane out there. The three of us yeah. got or the two of us got a triple pass, but yeah. Well, thanks, thanks for the invite, Dick. Anyway, <laughs> no, so I saved up some money for my check, and I remember I had this shoebox. I just kept putting fucking like fifties and hundreds in there, and uh, that was a real wise idea because anyone who ever goes to one of these establishments. You're only supposed to go in there with ones and fives. It's an old trick. I'm pretty sure like 90 people, 90% of people probably fucking know that by now. Come on, man. Well, even me and Shane knew that shit. We went to the grocery store yeah. and cashed in 50s into 100. And even the cashier goes, you guys go into a strip club? Yeah, well, <laughs> whatever. Fucking whatever. So, so we went back on a Tuesday, the three of us. And uh, I won't forget it. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm dressed up in this Raider gear. I got my Raider jersey on and uh we're, we're like going up this hill where that guy was at we're like fuck he's not here he wasn't there the second time remember where's the magical door guy well he wasn't there though when we, when we went back i thought no he wasn't yeah i remember we walked up and uh went inside the door and of course you know it's just like there's the main stage downstairs and some lady was you know a couple ladies got on the stage and started dancing and we're sitting down for a good show and fucking mummy's over here. Like he's like, yeah, he's like in the front row, like a fucking, <laughs> like a puppy waiting to get pet, you know? <laughs> and, uh, I remember this, this, uh, see, I, I dipped out from you two guys. I remember that. I remember, uh, I remember, uh, two, two of the, uh, exotic dancers, uh, coming up to you, like, yep. like a moth to a light and, uh, pulling you upstairs and you can pick it oh, up. Oh yeah. There. Well, this is the good shit. Like, no, first what happened was, so I had two ladies fucking bring me up the stairs and one went off some other direction. I, she wasn't with any other like customers. I think she was just like going to use the bathroom. I'm just assuming this shit. I don't know. She could have been fucking back there with some other customer. I don't know. But the one, then one pulled me aside. Another one pulled me off and was like, Hey, let's go into this other room back here. And I'm like, all right. So we go behind these curtains and they got like this. Uh, and then I could see like that. We were like in a room. You could still see the main stage, like out like this little window, but it was hella dark in there. Right. I remember that. And I remember, man, this fuck, dude, I was like young and I was like hella horny and I had hella money. Well, <laughs> at least I thought I had hella money until it went away. <laughs> anyway, fucking, no, I just remember like she was wearing like this, like tube top. 
she had like these fucking huge like double triple quadruple d's right and i was like fuck i can't stop she goes she's like trying to talk to me and like touch on my like cheek and shit and like ask me these questions I'm going to cut in right here and uh, uh, describe the ladies a little bit more. From what I remembered, I think the one with uh, the double D's or triple D's you're talking about, she was a taller, looked like Hispanic uh, woman. Yeah, and then the other one was like some shorter. uh, Shorter little little Asian uh, chick. And she had, I mean, like 10-inch heels on. I mean, she was like, looked like she was on a skyscraper walking around. But So she was was probably like four foot tall, tall, like without the heels, right? Uh Uh-huh. Fuck it. No, so um, it was hilarious. <laughs> one was super tall, the other one was super short. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so no, so so anyway, so like uh, so she's like, yeah, she's like touching my cheek, and um, she she's just fucking like trying to like fill on my face, and ask me these questions, and then I'm looking down through the window. And I could still see you guys down there. I don't think you came upstairs yet, right? No, I didn't have enough for a lap dance that day. I threw a couple of dollars on the table yeah. and chick rubbed her titties in my face, but that's all I, I st- got that day. I, exactly. I still fucking I see you through the you. window. What's up? I did go up. Oh, you uh, did go up? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, I remember yeah. that. So, but so, I want you to finish your story. Then okay, I'll all right, all right, all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll finish my story. I'll finish my story. So, so. The, uh, the stripper with the tube top, she's like touching my face and she goes, I'll touch something else if you want. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm like, no, you're not. She goes, you want to make a bet? And then she starts like grabbing all my shit and like grinding on it. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, all right, cool. And But you know what? I swear, and I'm not making this shit up. And I don't know, maybe you could testify to the story, Chris. Like, you know, you see like in movies and like in the GTA video games, there's always like the fucking bouncer upstairs walking back and forth, making you all paranoid. These chicks had nothing. They had no security guards, nothing like no, that. Nobody. No, exactly. See, exactly. And Close, I'm not closed bullshit. off room. Hey, just it, you and them. Yep. And no one else upstairs unless someone else is in a room. So that pure, it was, no one else is up there. Pure fucking privacy. And I'm telling, yeah. I don't know, might have changed now. Roaring twenties at the bottom. What's that? Getting close. Yeah. Didn't they have one bouncer on the floor that he he used to like uh, hey. sit on a on a stool against the, the wall? Hey, sat on a stool in the back. Yeah. Like, yeah. What the fuck are you gonna do on that stool? Nah, but like, there, yeah, there was nobody upstairs. So, so this is the best. This is the best part, man. Like, I'll, I'll never forget this shit. I fucking um. I just remember, like, so, like, I grab, okay, so she goes, let's go in the other room. I'm like, all right, so we go down the hall, and we go into, like, this other room, and, like, this one's much bigger, and it doesn't have, like, a window in it, and it's just got, like, all these, like, neon lights, so you can kind of, like, see what's going on, and, like, the furniture, like, looks all, like, red because the lights are reflecting off of it, and there's, like, a fucking, I don't know, it was, like, a a full pull-out sofa, like, you could turn this thing into, like, a bed mattress almost, like, what the fuck? (laughs) She goes, I want you to lay down here and like take your 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 shirt off if you want. I'm like, fuck no, I'm not taking my fucking jersey off. <laughs> this is Warren Sapp limited edition, man. <laughs> like, you know. So so and I can tell she's hella drunk. Like when she was talking to me in the room before that, you could just smell the liquor on her. I'm like, oh, this bitch is fucked up right now. Oh, she's like so shipped. I probably look like fucking Elvis Presley to her right now, you know. <laughs> Anyways, so she brings me into the other room. 
And um, then her friend comes back in that little short one you were just talking about. And she goes, Oh, are you, are you lonely in there? She goes, well, it's just me and him. She goes, can I come in there and hang out with you guys? I'm like, fuck it. This is, this is why they call it two for Tuesday, I guess. Or I said something like that. So they came in there. The, the other lady came in and then um, she goes, I'm going to, I'm going to do something special for you because I think you're, you're cute. And I'm like, fuck yes. Why not? Right. <laughs> so she, you know, I paid her a little bit of money. I, I can't, I probably gave her like 50 or a hundred bucks. I, I was out pretty fast though, but we'll get to that. <laughs> so she goes, pull your, pull your, your, you know, your, pull your, your fucking body. pants down, pull your fucking pants down. <laughs> and I mind you, um, I'm just, I'm not going to say what I did on camera right now, so on this fucking microphone, but just say but you yeah, had a good time. Basically just put it that way. Yeah. I had a good time with both of them and damn it it was fucking worth it and i'll fucking do it again all right so i ran out of money pretty fast my my time up there was only like uh what is it what 15 20 minutes maybe like, yeah no, i didn't even last that it seemed like 10 minutes dude i didn't last long <laughs> uh, can you can you count that can you count that as a three-way uh well if you had a good time with both of them it doesn't matter how long it lasted yeah fuck yes all right <laughs> i've never told anyone that well i guess i have so anyways so i walked down the stairs and that was it i was done i was dried out and then i remember i think i was so fucking blue pill at the time i came up to this dick i know he doesn't have any cash but come on now guys you know you fucking you're the mood and shit i'm like hey dude you got some more money i can borrow and he's fucking looking at me like you know, I don't got no fucking money. I think I was on unemployment at the time. And I mean, I had jack <laughs> shit. I mean, I literally had $5 to throw on the table. So I was lucky I got some titties on my face. I mean, that's all I could afford. And this oh, motherfucker yeah. asked me for money. I, I didn't have anything to give him. So he turns to this dude and asks Chris, hey, man, what about you? Can I borrow some money? And uh, at this point, uh, Chris is ready to go. <laughs> And uh, I'll, I'll let him explain why. So uh, go Uh-oh. ahead, Chris. Go well, ahead and tell us what happened. First off, it was hilarious watching Roki walk down with the two two girls with him and follow him all the way to the ATM machine. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing. Wait, wait. Yeah. They, they came down behind. I didn't even see that. They were, they were, they were standing both behind you at the ATM machine. I thought that was the funniest thing. <laughs> I forgot that until you just brought that up. That's great. But when you went up, then I got pulled up. And then she started bringing, in, bringing me into the room, asked me how I, what, I, what I wanted. Like, you want to take off your pants? And, oh, I just felt so uncomfortable. <laughs> I, it, do it. Hey, I, I did it. I got so nervous. I was like, I can't do it. And I stood up and took off. I, I, I left her in the room. I just walked her right back down and hung out with Mike. Do, do you, let, me, let me ask you a serious question here. Do you think your, your decision would have changed if the exotic dancer that pulled you upstairs was more attractive? Because uh, we didn't describe your exotic dancer. So why don't you say what she looked like? I, I thought she was okay. But at the same time, <laughs> I had no alcohol in me. So, like, I'm going up there with an okay person. And I was just like, yeah, I don't think I can do it. 
it was a strictly 18 and older club. So there was no alcohol. Like I said, there was just a soda machine. So we were all completely sober, but uh, I remember the one that grabbed you. She looked like she was, uh, I mean, for her age, she was okay, but she looked like a good 47, 48 year old older, kind of trailer trashy mom, like dancing to uh, Motley Crue songs and stuff on stage. And, you know, I don't blame you for not doing anything either, but yeah, I, I just I wonder, man, if it was their A team there, if your decision would have changed. <laughs> we, we we love some, we 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 love some Motley Crew. Yeah, they're a good band. There. So uh, after uh, Roki here was tapped out of, of cash, and he had uh, two chicks pushing him to the ATM machine, <laughs> and he, I remember that now. Thank you for reminding me, Chris, that he had to turn and show them the screen and say, look, I'm tapped out. I don't have anything else. And once he <laughs> told, he showed them that, they made a beeline and ran away like there was a fire. I, mean, I can't believe like, I can actually convince those fucking... I don't even remember convincing those bras to come to the fucking ATM machine. No, no. You didn't convince no. them. They just followed you to the ATM <laughs> machine. They were... I guess you said something upstairs that you were going to pay them more. Get <laughs> hey, more. I got ways and to fucking negotiate. All right. Everyone knows that I'm the best they fucking were on you. Like I'm a fucking salesman. What can I say? They were following you the whole freaking night until that ATM machine says zero. On hey, it. it was hilarious. There's one thing I learned. Life is a numbers game. Okay. Yeah, what'd you tell them? Some boogie night shit upstairs? You say, hey, girls, I can go again. you damn right. <laughs> you damn fucking right I did. I like the mummy's version. He pulls out the wallet, opens it up, and it's just dust kind of flies <laughs> out of it. Yeah, it <laughs> A mom yeah. came out. If you ever want an exotic dancer to leave you alone, whip that wallet <clears throat> out. Sure, you ain't got shit. She will run away from you like, you know. That, that, was, our, that was our story, though. That's, that's bad. I will never forget that night. So, yeah, after you were tapped out and uh, Chris uh, was uh, getting assaulted upstairs (laughs) (laughs) and uh, Roki's asking Chris for money and me for money. So we're ready to go. So we leave. And I think we walked all the way down to the pier. And, yeah, that's when uh, we started smoking. So so wait, hold on. So let's go back. Is do you think the Roaring Twenties is still operating the same to this day, though? I, I believe they're still open. I don't know if they're doing the two for two Tuesday deal anymore. Uh, as you know, I dated one of the dancers there briefly uh, on and off. And she told me that, yeah, that's something that they do there at that club. So I don't know. That was they they, they offer some extra service or what? Apparently she goes, oh yeah, I know a lot of the girls do that there. So. Hey, I got my money's worth. Let me tell you. <laughs> well, I mean. more. <laughs> And you, you didn't know, have to pay for it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's the truth. I, I think I got it on a discount, but only because it was Tuesday. All right, if it wasn't fucking Tuesday. I might have not have got that lucky. All right, let's let's look at this objectively. Who had a better time? A guy who paid uh, what two hundred dollars or more for a ten minute or less three way, or a guy that literally slammed a one dollar bill down on the table and got titties on his face all and right, like motorboated him? <laughs> well, look. <laughs> You, if you want, if you want to be technical, who got better out of it—the guy that went home with blue balls or the guy that actually got to bust? All right. Oh, good comeback. Okay. For for my money, I'm gonna still say I had a better time, but for experience, I'll say you. Uh, Chris had Chris had the worst time. Really <laughs> and just ran out of the whole place. 
Because, dude, the the uh, older stripper that pulled you upstairs, Chris, she came down and she was saying like, "Oh, I started." I said, "What happened?" What you know, Chris, uh, Roki, and I are laughing. We're like, "Where's our friend? What happened?" And she goes, "Oh, I unbuckled your your friend's pants and he freaked out and left." <laughs> no, I <laughs> I couldn't handle it. It was just so weird. Like, um, and she just kept going. <laughs> I almost wanted to like have a conversation first. <laughs> hey, you know what? You, I, uh, I, I Jesus don't, Christ, I love you. I don't see a problem with that, though. I mean, if, if you just want to go and converse upstairs, fuck, what's wrong with that? That's what I did. Hey, there's nothing wrong. This guy was looking for more of the uh, quote-unquote girlfriend experience rather than just the, uh, you know, pay me and fuck me. But Hey, mad wrong props. With that. Mad fucking props to that, all right? Oh man. So, uh, some of the other, uh, fun ass stuff I've done with this guy, uh, man, anytime I've, I've gotten in a weird mood to just do anything or, uh, it doesn't matter if a family member, Roki, my sister, anybody gets anything, uh, you know, uh, an idea to go anywhere, do anything interesting. I'm down for it. And he's my, you know, if Roki's busy or whatever, or unavailable, Chris is always my first call too. So, uh, one day, my sister says, you know, hey, I got these uh, coupons for half off at, uh, at a mud bath in Calistoga Springs. And you just sit in this big tub of mud, and it's supposed to be super relaxing. Fuck? And at the time, Chris and I didn't have girlfriends. And so I'm thinking, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to invite him. Let's do it. So he says, yeah, I'll do that. Fuck it. So we drive up with my sister and family and him and I get a get a private fucking mud bath. Private, private mud bath. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's badass. And uh, I think the chick running it that didn't she say something like, you know, she was she was kind of playful and busting her ball. She's like, have fun, you two. And like we cover ourselves in mud and we're sitting there. And uh oh, she knew we weren't a couple, so she was kind of having fun messing with us or teasing right. us the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was fun though i mean after we got the mud office and shit we hung out in the jacuzzi and uh that was in our special private room and she came back in and you know she was having fun with us and we asked you know like hey what's the wildest thing you've seen in this place have you ever walked in anybody like having sex or anything and she goes oh you know one time i did walk in a room and there was a married couple and uh the chick was going down on the guy in the jacuzzi what the hell Hopefully not the one we were in, but <laughs> people like fucking doing it in the swamp or what? <laughs> Apparently, man. Fuck. Uh, I think it was in the hot tub. I don't think it was in yeah. the mud bath section. I don't know. Good. Hey, that's too fucking kinky for me. All right. I mean, <laughs> once the humidity goes up to like 90, I can't even fucking get out of bed sometimes. You know, I just want to stay in one spot, and not move. I mean, we also, we had to, I think it was like their rule, which obviously I'm fine with it. Like you had to what, keep a swimsuit on or your boxers or something. Cause like, yeah. you don't want that mud all up in your crack and crevices and shit, man. Fuck that. But uh, yeah, it was a great place. If anybody wants to go check that out, man, Calistoga Springs. Uh, if you want to take your girlfriend there, it'll probably be a better experience. But... Probably a better experience. <laughs> but the mud... Okay. I can't lie. The mud bath was actually kind of cool. See, there you go. But you had to be careful because if your hands or feet went too far to the sides, you will hit the burner. Right. Or the bottom. Yeah. Hey, I'll yeah, tell you what. Bottom. Yeah. All the listeners out there, you want a really good experience. Take your girl to the Roaring Twenties. You can get a <laughs> you can get a three for three Tuesday. All right. There you go. Oh yeah. Hey, mud bath's still good with a buddy. Uh 
But, uh, you know, anytime this guy comes to town, he's how long have you lived in Tennessee now, Chris? Two or three years, something like that? Uh, two and a half now. Okay. So even before he moved, uh, anytime I've hung out with this dude, we have a lot in common. I mean, we, uh, we play video games together. We like a lot of the same movies. Um, we go shopping together and I'm, I'm the money spender. I love shopping. And, uh, this guy, he's, he's, uh, such the conservative shopper. Yep. Yeah. I'm all, I'm all in support of that, by the way, I'm conservative myself. Everyone knows the Roki loves to save a buck or two. <laughs> so anytime I've, I've, uh, seen this guy try on a jacket that looks killer on him, even if it's a $50 jacket, he's like, do I really need it? I'm like, just fucking get it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm always the one pushing him to do that kind of shit when we hang out. But, uh, you know, he likes to do a lot of the same things that we do, like see, you know, movies and, and video games and shoot pool. And, uh, you know, we, we have a lot in common that we like to do, but I'm kind of the more adventurous guy. Like I like to kind of shake things up and try new things, have fun, wacky adventures like the mud bath. So last time, uh, was it the last time you were here or the second to last? Second to last, I think. Yeah. So this is probably, I don't know, eight, eight to 10 months ago. He came to town and uh, I told him, hey, let's switch things up, man. Instead of just uh, doing some shopping, getting some food at a restaurant, shooting some pool, let's do something kind of weird. I'm going to go on Groupon and see what I can find. And uh, sure enough, I found, <laughs> that was really funny to say, but a, a Groupon for a couple's massage. And uh, do you remember oh, the town wow. that this was in? It was Davis, uh, right? Yes, it was Davis. Okay, so uh, Davis on the way to Sacramento. Sacramento. We're like, hey, I got a rental. Let's take it. So. <laughs> and I, I don't know about these two guys, but I'm all about uh, just relaxation, feeling good. I love jacuzzis, massages, just anything kind of, you know, chilled and pampering and just fucking, you know, having a good time. That's what I love. So I'm always down for a good massage. And I told this guy like, yeah, let's go get a couple's massage. It'll be kind of funny. And, you know, I can see on his face. He's like, you know, smile like, I don't know if I want to do that. I'm like, just do it. <laughs> I'm always pushing him into shit. So he's all right. I got the rental. Let's just do it. So uh, we get there. I don't know. It's nine o'clock at night, something like that. And, uh, it's a uh, Asian-run massage parlor, and the first thing they oh, ask us... Oh, lovely. No, it's not a rub and tug. Uh, <laughs> first thing they ask us is, uh, would you, uh, which one of you wants the male, which one of you wants the female? Because we have both working right now. And primarily, I've gotten a lot of massages in the past uh, by men, and I need uh, a lot of pressure on my back, on the pressure points and stuff. So I actually kind of prefer men to massage me. So I go, oh, I'll take the guy. So uh, Chris takes the woman. And uh, we go in the room and uh, get on the table and wait. And uh, the lady, the receptionist comes back in and says, oh, it's actually going to be two guys. <laughs> There's no chick working right oh. now. <laughs> oh, you guys are, you guys are too bad. Chick or guy, bring them, yeah. bring them in. You got your new two for Tuesday right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was it was a sight to be seen, man. Just two dudes rubbing two, two dudes in a room. And uh <laughs> You know, it felt great while it was happening, and I, I start hearing, you know, little <laughs> little, oh, little yeah, giggles are... and shit during the massage. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And Chris was going, dude, this guy's tickling me. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's trying not to tickle me, but man, everything he was doing, like, he had to stay away from my feet. 
it depends like how far he got close <laughs> to like my chest. I was like, dude, uh, uh, oh, uh, just, just, just stop. Just, like, just, just, quit, just quit. Just quit touching me, right? He started messing with you, didn't he? Too, like in a playful way. Like he found out your tickle spots, and he kept he, yeah. he, he started mimicking your noise. He started going eh, eh, and like poking you, and then you start <laughs> laughing and shit. Yeah, it was so crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so they do a full body oh, massage, fuck. and we're uh, we're feeling good. And sure enough, he's after the massage. You know, Chris is like, "Yeah, that was that was actually a really nice feeling. I feel good. I'm glad we did that." I'm like, "Yeah, see, that was fun." So uh, we drive back to the Bay Area and crash at my place, wake up the next day. I take a shower, a really hot shower, crack my neck on the shower. I must have got eight cracks out of it. I was like, damn, that must be from that massage I got. All right, this is going to be a good day. Come back to my room, get dressed, and I bend down to tie my shoe, and my back just locks up. I can't move. I'm yelling for Chris. He walks in. I said, dude, I can't fucking move. You got to help me on the bed. I so felt he- perfect. <laughs> I felt yeah, you felt amazing huh <laughs> i think didn't you tell your guy like light pressure to light to medium i told my guy like as hard as you can go yep you said as hard as you can go and i had to keep telling him like oh oh easy 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 well, <laughs> yeah dig his, dig his elbow into my shoulder yeah yeah so. I, I don't know i don't know how you guys do i i just i tried the massage thing before i don't like anyone touching my back oh i love it man no one touched my fucking. I don't. I can't I'll, do it. I'll tell you from now on, though. I'm only going to be getting women because, uh, man, I thought I needed uh, deep tissue massage. Is what I got. Oh, that fucked me up for a week. My I couldn't turn my neck to the left or the right. So uh, yeah, that'll be the last dip, deep tissue massage I get. Uh, only women from now on. But yeah, I'll still get a massage any day of the week. Yeah, because you bent over to try to tie your shoe and you couldn't. So I <laughs> bent over to tie your shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would see, be hilarious as fuck to watch. See what this guy does for me. And, uh, you know, we've told you in the past that Roki took care of me for uh, hangovers and anytime I'm sick. This guy will tie my shoe and help me out when I'm not feeling it. Tell me these two aren't my brothers right here, man. Never find two two greater guys in my life than this. So, uh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So you lived in uh, Tennessee now for uh, two and a half years now, Chris. What's your uh, What's your favorite part of living there? Um, you live pretty close to downtown. You told me, right? Like within less, less than three miles. No, uh, that's the fiance's work. Um, oh, okay. I'm Eleven miles away, so it's like a 15, 17 minute drive. Okay, not, not bad. bad at all. I can't wait to try the whiskey either. Oh, I, ready for Tennessee whiskey? It's your staple right there. Yeah, I can't wait. Or uh, some moonshine. Oh wow! Okay. Oh, I, I I inflicted my own flavors on uh, on old Chris over here. He was Mister uh, What Peanut Butter Whiskey was your go to drink until he peanut tried butter whiskey. Yep. Till he tried my Bay Breeze with coconut rum and pineapple juice and uh, cranberry juice, and now he's been telling me he's been making that at home. So I'm proud to hear that. <laughs> Mine's a whole lot easier to make, but yours does have a lot more flavor to it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. His, his, this guy likes his fruit a lot. Oh, you know I do. Uh, yeah, I know you love those fruit cups. So what are what are some of the fun things to do downtown? Didn't you tell me there's like a, uh, what'd you say, a driving tour of drag queens or something? What'd you say, oh, like a bus tour or something? So there's, uh, so in downtown, there's a um, 
trucks or um, buses that you could ride around and like a party bus that right. goes through. And one of them is a drag queen bus that has, I think, four guys fully dressed up to the top. And they <laughs> nice. party on that thing hard. There's always a crazy party on it. Oh, I bet they party hard, all right? Yeah, someone's hard. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, when we uh, when Roki and I come to town in a couple months for your wedding, it's going to be uh, obviously all about your wedding. But uh, maybe the next time I come out there, man, we're going to have to do that. I'll, I'll party with some drag queens, man. That sounds like another one of those stories for us to make uh, for the books, man. Hey, you so know what? Like a tractor, and then they also have like a um, monster truck you can ride in the back. That's right. Yeah, we got to do that, too. Uh, I'm excited to check out Tennessee, man. Uh, we're going to check out uh, Kid Rock's Bar. I know you've been to. Uh, uh, we looked at their menu and stuff. Look, like they had some pretty good stuff there. So, uh, you know, Roki and I, we're not really country boys, like country music and stuff like that. So anything like that, we're not really uh, big on. But uh, we're, we're, we're big rock and roll guys. So, yeah, we're looking forward to a lot, man. Looking forward to party well, out there. I think you're more rock and roll. I think the Roki's more... I keep it gangster, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you are my hip hop guy, but uh, you used to listen to some new metal back in the day. Hey, we don't we don't call it we don't call it hip hop out here. We call it that West Coast gangster rap. I don't know what the fuck you call it. Call it whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few uh, spots yeah. that play uh play rap. Um, yeah, only Kid Rocks is the only one that really plays rock. Uh, and all the other ones are country with a mix of rock that they'll kind of go back and forth. Okay. I went to check it out. You know, we've changed so much. I was looking at old photos of us. This guy looks like, uh, you can tell the mummy's looking like, well, he's, he still looks pretty young. He looks like a kid. Oh, thanks. He's got these beards going on. And I had my beard last year. Now I look, I look like Super Mario. <laughs> Yeah, you're rocking that Yosemite Sam handlebar mustache. <laughs> right. You want to come pull on it or what? That's right. I'm going to go for a mustache ride. Give, uh, a, good, give a good pop in the nuts. <laughs> oh, Chrissy here, man. I've been uh, begging him to grow some facial hair out for years, and he was years. always just a clean-shaven guy. I couldn't do it for the long – I just didn't want to. And then right when I got to Tennessee, everyone had a beard that I worked with, and everyone's like – what is wrong with you, <laughs> you little baby? I didn't know so, you could grow one. I, I, I swear. I, I, just... I actually tried to do like stubble, and then I saw patches, and I was like, oh, this isn't <laughs> yeah. going to work out well. But I grew it out anyway, tried it, and now I love it. It looks great on you, man. Maybe it's something with the climate, because uh, when you were here in California, I remember you used to have like a really patchy, uneven look. And you get to Tennessee, and it is just lined up even – Looks great on you, man. So I don't know. Tennessee's doing you some good, I guess. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, definitely liking Tennessee more than California, but that's just me. Oh, I bet. Oh. I bet. You know what? I can't I wait to get the, the fuck prices out, out of here. There. What? I, I said I bet you're liking the prices out there more. Oh, definitely. Half the price of everything. Now it storms out there a hell of a lot more though, doesn't it? You've seen some uh, some flooding and like not not anything, you know super bad but you said like you could run into an intersection where you know you drive through and your, your car could if if you don't have a lifted vehicle or an suv or a truck you could sink into it something um, like that not too often but we do get a bit of rain um like 
I don't know if you guys even had rain in like oh. a couple months. I don't no. even remember last time. I can't remember the last time we had rain out here at all. <laughs> it rained today, actually. The, the last time, last time I saw rain was was uh, a good good rain came, but like nice. it, it random, random rain. Fuck, you know, I, it's been like almost ahead, three months. I think it's been like what three months for us. It's the last time we yep. got a good rainfall out here. At least. Uh, you know, I like uh, I like things cool though, and doesn't it get humid as balls out there? It's crazy humid. Oh shit! Yeah, I don't know how that's going to agree with me, but I'll uh, check it out in two months. I don't know if the uh, prices are going to pull me in one day, or uh, if I can't stand that humidity. Well, it's uh, probably not as humid as it was up in the roaring twenties that night for you. <laughs> for me, for you, <laughs> you were sweating pretty good. I was fucking drenched when I came downstairs. <laughs> I was looking like fucking Finding Nemo down there. I was sweating because I was nervous. <laughs> oh, I mean, fucking Chris's foot was tapping on the table. You know, he's sitting at the table, his foot's tapping. He's like got this serious look on his face, and I walk over and he goes. We got to leave now. <laughs> he just wanted to go. Yeah, I, I didn't want to leave. I could have spent the night. You should have just left me there. <laughs> no, it's Rookie's Wonderland. Sure. So yeah. that shit was better than Disneyland. What the fuck are you talking about? I mean, you, you never missed anything, but uh, you never went to the other ones like Garden of Eden. And I forget the third club out there. You never went to those? Nope. Nope. Never, never did. The other two locations, they only had one stage with one pole and a shit ton, like, 50 chairs and you know, it just hey, looked creepy I, i'm bragging i hate people that brag but i've been to some fair share of underground establishments motherfucker trust me i, I i've done my fair share to get around all right nothing wrong with that i'm not i'm okay with uh underground stuff it's just when something gets a little too like you see 50 guys leering oh, at one girl it looked a little like okay this is yeah i'm good i don't i don't play that shit I liked Roaring Twenties because it had two poles and usually two girls on stage. And it had about maybe 10 to 15 to 20 people in the bottom room. And then they would pull you up to the top. So it was just a little bit less numbers, a little less creepy feeling. By the way, I'm sorry to intervene and I don't want to get off gear here, but I got some feedback uh, from some of the fans out there and uh, the listeners. And I just want to say, first of all, um, thanks to everyone to, that, been you know helping us out with the subscriber count on youtube go ahead and continue to tell your friends family members co-workers colleagues anyone but um i was i was asked by a listener uh we're moving forward we're going to actually be uh putting up little sound bites from each episode i mean thank you for all those who have been listening and will continue to listen and download the full entire episodes but it's been a blast thus far. Let's get back into our interview with our guest. Yeah. So uh, how's it feel to be our first guest here, Chris? You're making history. Yeah. Sounds good. Got to listen <laughs> to the other ones and about time for someone else to jump on. Join yeah. you. That's right. I'm proud we, to have you on as first guest. Yeah. Thank you very much. We, we wanted to make our, uh, our first guest on this show a monumental moment because you were you were there for some of our worst times and our best times. So thank <laughs> oh, you definitely. for that. I I told the story, the infamous story about how uh, you drove us to McDonald's the night we were just like stoned out of our minds, and you know uh, 
this guy ordered his McChickens. I can't remember how many he actually ate, but uh, that was that was interesting. I don't think this guy's ever. I don't think this guy ever. I haven't seen him eat fast food really since then. Oh yeah, the the night the mummy's born, uh, you, you can give me all the fast food you want. But uh, Chris, he, he's always been the designated driver, man. He's always driven us. Oh, yeah. Never asked for gas money. Never, you know, was never a prick no. like that. Always the sweetest guy. Uh, I have another short story of uh, how nice of a guy you are and how you are the uh, always angel on my shoulder. I'm always hanging out with another devil. But uh, this time it was me, you and Shane. And you remember when me and or, yeah, when Shane and I got in a... Uh, in a habit of streaking places. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. I knew you loved, I knew you loved to show your ass. <laughs> oh, you know, I do. I haven't in years, but yeah, we, uh, we used to get a kick out of that shit. We go to the community center in Castro Valley and we streak the baseball diamond. And uh, <laughs> we came out, out to Pleasanton, Dublin area. And we used to go through the business parks and go run around the parking lot naked. <laughs> and uh Chris, being the good guy he is, never wanted to get in trouble. He's like, I will hold your guys' clothes for you and have the car ready if cops or anybody come or security comes. But I'm not going to do that. But you guys feel free. And so we would just go out and do it. Yeah, I remember uh, driving out there. We're driving you guys to there. And you guys can undress right here, take off. And... (laughs) Nice enough, I never took off on you guys. I was always there ready to go to pick you guys up. Yep, you're always responsible, and I appreciate the hell out of you for it. Every every crew needs a guy like you on it. Oh, yeah. Keep Most everyone deaf. level-headed. Most deaf. I got one more short story I just remember before we wrap this up. Uh, do you also remember me, you, and Shane, and your, what was that, Azuzu Rodeo your family used to own? Yep. And uh, backing it up to Lake Chabot, uh, the lake, man-made lake in Castro Valley. And uh, it was nighttime. We backed it up through the bushes down the hill. We used our flashlights and we went to the uh, public restroom there and we filled up water balloons in the bathroom at Lake Chabot. Oh, man. <laughs> That's bad. So we filled these up and again... Chris is the angel. Whoever else I'm with is usually the devil. Shane was a devil in this scenario. And he starts taking it another level where he goes, why don't we, instead of just water, why don't we start filling up some of these water balloons with our piss? And immediately Chris is like, okay, that's too far. Like, that's just gross. That's weird. Just keep it to water. And I'm always the dude in the middle. You can talk me in kind of either way. And I started going, it is gross. It is fucked up, but it's really funny. (laughs) But I said, you know, look, we don't have any kind of a funnel to get you know our piss in here so let's just keep the it, it to water so we did <laughs> fill up a whole bucket full of this shit and i forget why the uh zuzu rodeo didn't work out but we ended up uh driving shane's chevy lumina and you were still driving his car he was in the passenger seat i was in the back and we just went around the whole night just just soaking people and, oh, uh, <laughs> oh, oh. I was nervous of anyone recognizing my car after. Oh, okay. So I was like, uh uh-uh. If you guys are going to throw something out of the car, no. I'll drive someone else's car. So she's like, all right, I'll let you drive my car. I was like, all right, that's fine. I could drive That's right. The smart, level-headed guy you are. Yep. 
Uh, I remember uh, being a little frustrated, though, even though I worked it out, that the uh, Isuzu Rodeo back doors, uh, the back windows, they rolled down all the way. So I had a nice area to lob those water balloons out of. The Chevy Lumina, on the other hand, only went down halfway in the back for child safety. So I had to, like, strategically lob them. Oh, gosh. Oh, my (laughs) And uh, I'll never forget going down to downtown Hayward. A line of people out there all in cocktail dresses. And button up shirts and dress shoes and thinking they're all, you know, spiffy looking. We drive by in this Chevy Lumina. Uh-oh. And Shane whips one out of the front window. I don't remember if he hit anybody or not. I lean back and lob this bitch out. And you just hear, Push! oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it just explodes in his stomach. Oh, so wait. So the, the so the person you hit were they like dressed up ready for the club or what? Oh yeah, it was it was, it was a guy. He was he had nice shoes on, slacks. A He's like motherfucker. <laughs> no, but I got, again, it was just water. I mean, it's a dick thing. So yeah, I feel bad now, but I, know, I got some good, shit. That's a good fuck. I remember fucking. Uh, I I don't know. I don't remember the shit. I just remember the Beretta, man. I remember fucking uh, when we uh, remember what, what was that? Was it like New Year's Eve or something? You whipped out that challenger that you were working on for uh do you remember that story? What happened to Eve? Oh uh, he had he we weren't in his beretta. I think we were in a uh oh Jesus, the challenger stunt. How challenger the hell could we stunt, not yeah. how could we forget that? Thanks, Roki. Fuck, how do we forget that, Chris? Oh my god. You, yeah, you go want me you want me to story, tell it or are you gonna tell the story? I've been talking a lot. Chris can, you can, whatever. Uh, so we were, um, I think it, it was New Year's Eve, wasn't it? Wait, let's give a little backstory here. Chris, uh, whose uh, 1970 Dodge Challenger was this? This is my father's. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, one of his pride and joys and uh, something that we've always loved and gotten a kick out of. And he was nice enough to let us borrow, obviously you, but you know, you take me out in it. So uh, yeah, go ahead, Rokey. Uh, I just remember, like I said, it was, this was 2006 or I remember, it was like either five or six. I, I know I wasn't driving at the time. Uh, cause I didn't start driving until like later on in life. Yeah. I was the last one of the race. That's okay though. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, picks us up cause every new year's me and mom would always, we got some new year stories to tell. We'd always either be fucking at this guy. We knew's fucking uh house party down the way and it was just a bunch of bullshit we didn't want to be in uh, we'd always try to find our way out. we'll get into that story later but it was one new year's eve or new year's well new year's day technically because it's clock had already passed midnight i recall you you chris coming and getting us and we heard like this loud vroom, vroom. i was like what the fuck is that he pulls up in this challenge goes you guys want to get it and go for a ride i'm like fuck yeah so <laughs> I'm in the back seat. I'm always in the back seat of these fucking extravaganzas. This <laughs> fucking dick we talked about in his uh, old work van used to take me for a spin. <laughs> and now I'm in this guy's back seat of his, uh, his challenger. Mind you, it's a coupe, so I got to get my big ass in the back. <laughs> and if anyone has ever been to Castro Valley, there's this road called Seven Hills. So we start there. We're fucking just climbing each one of these hills, but we're not going too fast. He's just getting a feel, I think, for what's going to happen next. We we turn this corner. There's this street, and it's got this huge fucking slope. It's just like so 
incline that like you can't see the other side you're coming down of and he stops i'm like i gotta interrupt you real quick because do either one of you i'm terrible with uh names of roads even in in the town that i grew up in for 25 years do either one of you remember that road my aunt lives uh, like right off that road is it seaview what's that road seaview crescent or seaview or something like that yeah it might be crescent yeah somewhere over there so i remember crescent Okay. He stops at this, and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Because I know what he—I I think I know what he's thinking. And yep, he starts fucking just revving up, and I'm like, "Oh fuck! Don't fucking do it!" And he fucking lets his fuck—he just fucking hits that cl- he clutch. He's fucking hauling ass. We're like going, like we hit seventy, I think, before we got to the top of the the incline. We just fucking <laughs> jump it, and like in midair. It really did feel like something out of a damn movie. I felt like my heart stopped. <laughs> I'm fucking shitting my pants in the backseat of this thing. And like we just went, he just like slid it off the road almost. I'm like, oh fuck. And I was like, I gotta get the fuck out. I'm gonna throw up right now. <laughs> so this road, uh, I believe it was my idea to go to it because uh, my parents uh, had taken me and my sister there on that road since we were kids. And if you take it a certain way and gun it, you get that gut sinking feeling and uh, it's like a little mini free roller coaster. So I go, Hey, you know, we're, we're in the challenger. Let's go, let's go hit Crescent or CV, whatever the hell street it is. So goes, all yeah. right, we do it. Just like Roki says, even if we hit 40, 45, if in that short a distance, it felt Fucker. like we're going 70. I don't know how fast yeah. we're going. It was fast. That fucking thing felt like a damn roller coaster. And I know that uh, we talked about your old, uh, your old uh, story with your work fan last week, but no, this, this fucking shit, this thing only happened to me a few times. And this was one of those experiences I won't forget. And I got to share that with this, this guy, Chris right here. So like you said, we catch air and we land the tires hit and uh, there's cars parked on the sidewalk around this house and just perfectly just J turns and parks on this driveway. And Roki's like, you know, I don't think uh, you didn't have a seatbelt on. You're rolling around no. the back. I'm like stuck to the fucking interior of this thing like glue. And I'm like, holy shit, that was crazy. And I look over at Chris and I go, dude, that was awesome. Great driving. And he turns to me slowly with a shock look on his face. And he says, I didn't plan that. Nope. <laughs> I didn't fucking plan that. <laughs> so uh, universe or whatever you want to say was with us that night that uh not only did we not hurt ourselves, but thankfully we didn't have a, like a Ferris Bueller kind of incident where we didn't mess <laughs> his dad's car up and have to tell him that. So I I want to ride out with y'all right now and go spray some dickheads and line up the club with some piss fucking <laughs> water balloons. That sounds like play. <laughs> uh, here we go. Angel and devil again. <laughs> you call me the devil. And this scenario. Yeah. I'm a so, good guy. Yeah. I've got yeah. a halo right here above my head. You see it? <laughs> <laughs> I think I see some horns over there. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I asked you this a long time ago, Chris. Have you ever uh, admitted that story to your dad or tell, tell him about that? Mm, I don't think so. Well, we'll see if you ever listen to this podcast, but uh, hopefully you get the challenger first before he uh, hears it. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was the last time I ever messed with that thing because of how easy it is you can wreck. An old yeah. classic so fast. And that was the last uh, crazy maneuver I ever did in that thing. Put you in your place and uh, garnered some respect, huh? Oh, yes. Definitely. Oh, yeah. 
Well, I want to uh, thank the hell out of you for coming on tonight, Chris. It means a lot. And uh, like I said, I wouldn't want any other first guest uh, but you, man. You've been uh, my brother for almost 20 years now. And, Go ahead, Rob. And no, I was going to say yes. And, and tell us this is not your last time on the show before you answer that question, please. You're, no, you're going to come back. I'll be back. You have an open invite. You know that whenever you want, you can come on. Thank you again for uh, inviting me to the podcast. Yeah. Anytime, and, uh, buddy. Anytime. Yeah. Thanks for coming on by. And uh, I just want to, you know, end by saying this. Uh, I know the mummy's going to give me hell for this because I sound like a fucking broken record, but damn it. I love coming on here and doing this. And I love all of our listeners. Thank you all so much for the support and love. More to come soon. More special guests. Uh, we're only going to go up from here. So thank you very much. And uh, like I said, in the middle of the podcast, please go out there. Tell the whole damn world. I want to get more of y'all on YouTube following us. Share it. Like it. Leave a comment. Please leave a comment. It's, it's, it's necessary. We don't care if it's good or bad. Tell us how y'all feel. I know right. you look uh, tired of shit now, Chris. I know you're a uh, early riser, so we're gonna let you go. But you gotta uh, remember, it's for two. We're on a two-hour time difference. It's almost midnight over there. Oh, I know it, it. It needs to be flipped. I'm the night owl, so I need to be staying up later than this guy. But you unfortunately, ain't no fucking night owl. Your ass been going to bed damn early these days, except for podcast nights. Yeah, well, you know, we some of us have shit to do here in the mornings. <laughs> Well, thanks for coming on, buddy. I'll uh, talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you. All right. No, thank you. All right, everyone. See you all next week. Have a good evening. Signing out. Roki's done. See you next week. Peace. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out on Instagram. It's on the download podcast. Or email us at onthedownloadcast at gmail.com. Like what you just heard? Be sure to subscribe and tune in weekly to our episodes on Spotify. Thank you.